is Express FM. Supported by Southern Co-op. We are passionately Pompey. That's the final action of this match. Portsmouth are going to Wembley. Can it be forced in? It can! Portsmouth have scored! And what a huge goal that could be! Pure, unadulterated Pompey. With the talent and the players that we've got and the ambition, I think there's no reason why we can't put our minds to promotion. Action and reaction. We've been in League One for too long and there's no guarantee, but you know there's a real sense of urgency and ambition to gain promotion. Giving Pompey fans a voice. No more looking back now for football. We're going to try to create something that's really exciting. This is the Football Hour. The one team that stands out that's historic, that's had great success, that has a fan base that is amazingly passionate. Progression to round two of the Papa John's Trophy confirmed for Pompey. Wimbledon makes a mess. Starla, great block. Still there for Pompey. And into the net. And Portsmouth score through Ronan Curtis. Although once again, they had to do it the hard way. Ronan Curtis's early strike was cancelled out by a Ubersal in the second half to make it on as even at Fratton Park. Freeman misjudges it and Asal lives in a good position for Wimbledon. He breaks into the area. Asal shoots, what a brilliant goal. Magnificent strike from a Ubersal and Wimbledon are level. With victory snatched away, the Blues have to settle for a second place finish in their group with Tuesday's opponents Wimbledon taking top spot. There was, however, time for probably the most meaningless penalty shootout in all of football history to confirm who would pick up the bonus point. Nonetheless, this represented a chance for someone to step up and be a hero. On this occasion, the plaudits go to young goalkeeper Josh Olawayimi. Sasu saves! Olawayimi saves three penalties and Portsmouth have won the shootout. That's right, the 21-year-old saved not one, not two, but three penalties in that shootout as Pompey came away from that three to one. We'll hear from the blue shot stopper between now and seven. If you're not cool and calm and collected in the moment, you definitely will not save as many as you could. When everyone's a bit frantic, you have to have that calm mind. As well as Danny Cowley, who offers his take on the midweek success at PO4. Our main focus is to play to win, but quite quickly on a night like this, to, to come out injury-free is, is important too. So, no, we're pleased that we've qualified and now we have another cup game to look forward to on Friday. Spooky season is over, but it appears someone has cast a spell. It is the order of the Phoenix clubs for Pompey this week who go from battling it out with AFC Wimbledon to Hereford, two sides who this century have folded and been reinstated under new identities. We'll review Tuesday's trophy win and look forward to tomorrow's FA Cup first round tie at Edgar Street right here. You're listening to the Football Hour. This is the Football Hour 93.7 Express FM. A very good evening and welcome to this latest edition of the Footblower, which is brought to you, as always, by Stagecoach Across the South, providing frequent and affordable bus journeys across Hampshire and along the South Coast. So, on the way for you, lovely lot tonight. We've got plenty in store between now and 7 o'clock. As you've just heard, we'll have both Josh Olawayimi and Danny Cowley on between now and 7 o'clock. My two studio guests will shortly be introduced to give their opinions on everything Pompey-related and, of course, we'll turn our attention to the messages coming in from you guys back home on social media to get in touch simply text your name and message starting with the word express to 81400 otherwise you can email sport at expressfm.com use at expressfm on twitter or head on over to facebook.com forward slash pompey live we should get to those very shortly but first 
All the Blues had to do on Tuesday night to secure their place in the knockout stages of the Papa John's Trophy was avoid defeat in 90 minutes as just a singular point against Wimbledon, regardless of the outcome of a potential penalty shootout, would guarantee a second place finish, dumping Crawley Town out. Well, that is exactly what Pompey did, though managed to go one better and nick that bonus point. Thanks to none other than shootout hero Josh Olawayimi. Everything we do is passionately Pompey. A wonderful goal! Every second of the action is right here. Shoot scores! 90 minutes of passionately Pompey commentary. He scored! This is... You want to believe it! Pompey Live. And it looks like Portsmouth have won the coin toss, so we'll be staying the same end. Pompey will be going left to right in this first 45 minutes. As Swanson whips it in, and Wimbledon make a mess. Scarlett, great block, still there for wasn't going to pass that one up. Sixth of the season for Ronan Curtis. Thoughts with one Wimbledon now. Piggott tries to go over his man. Still there for Piggott. Scarlett might fancy a shot. Tonically. How on earth has that been kept out? What a save from Nathan Brew. Freeman misjudges it. And Asal is in a good position for Wimbledon. He breaks into the area. Asal shoots. What a brilliant goal. Magnificent strike from Ayub Asal. And Wimbledon are level. And it was always likely to come down that left-hand side. Asal has got his fifth goal of the season. It's Portsmouth 1, Wimbledon 1. Deep by Curry, lost it forward, loose in a penalty area. Chance for Wimbledon. And Freeman with an anywhere will do clearance. Straight behind for a Wimbledon corner. Still 1-1. Poppy hanging off. Scarlett looking to try and get Piggott through. Piggott's round the goalkeeper, but he's overrun it. And Piggott is going to give the ball away and Wimbledon are going to clear. Sums up Piggott at the moment. He'd gone round the goalkeeper, but he took it way too wide. Whipped in towards the far post. Wimbledon are going to head it out. Mingi on the edge of the box. Needs to get back in pretty quickly. It doesn't. And this match has finished 1-1 here at Fratton Park. And Portsmouth are through to the knockout phases of the EFL Trophy. It's not been a good second half. And Guy Whittingham... You don't look as enthused about this penalty shootout as maybe you might be. Penalty shootout for nothing has started. Wimbledon huddling straight run up. Oh, and good penalty in the bottom corner. Coroma steps up and scores. Oh, steps up and it's saved by Holloway Amy. Saved by Holloway Amy. Diving down to his left. Needs Portsmouth have a 2-1 advantage. Sasu against Holloway Amy. Sasu. Every second of the action is right here. Pompey Live on Express FM with Aqua Cars. There you are then, the highlights of Tuesday's one-all draw with AFC Wimbledon in the third and final group stage of this season's Papa John's Trophy, where Pompey claimed the bonus point by winning 3-1 in the penalty shootout. But that's still only enough to finish second in their group, which means the uh, round of 32 tie, whenever that is drawn, will be away from home for Pompey. So an away tie in the round of 32 for the Blues against another um, southern opposition out of the teams, but did qualify. We'll run through those now. Um, 
Um, elsewhere in the Papa John's Trophy in the northern stage, Everton under 21s and Morecambe are through. Bolton Wanderers and Tranmere are through. Port Vale and Wolverhampton Wanderers under 21s also through to round of 32, as are Salford and Accrington, Lincoln and Barnsley, Mansfield and Derby County, as well as Manchester United under 21s and Barrow. Uh, also, Burton Albion and Bradford City in the southern section, Colchester United and Charlton. So, Colchester United atop their potential opponent, as are MK Dons, Stevenage, Plymouth Argyle, Forest Green Rovers, Chelsea under 21s, and Ipswich Town. I do believe that if we do draw against the Chelsea under 21s, that tie will be reversed. So, Pompey will indeed be at Fratton Park. So Pompey will be away in the second round unless they draw against the Chelsea under-21s. There was uh, one other result on Tuesday night in the competition where Crewe and Leeds uh, were held to a nil-nil draw with the hosts winning 2-1 on penalties. Uh, in League One, in midweek, some games going on. Lincoln City and Accrington Stanley sharing a one-all draw. Morecambe and Derby also a one-all draw. Also, at the Cassam Stadium, a one-all draw between Oxford and uh, Fleetwood Town. And then a two-all stalemate at uh, Wickham's Adams Park between Wickham and Port Vale. So no victories on Tuesday uh, in League One. There was a win for Plymouth Argyle. League leaders Plymouth Argyle uh, winning by four goals to two on the TV cameras uh, in their Devon derby with Exeter City. Pompey remained fifth in the Skybet League One standings. OK, on the line with us to go through all of the action from Tuesday night, discuss all of the um, week's news from Fratton Park and also to preview tomorrow's FA Cup first round tie at Edgar Street. I've got both Tom Malley and Matt Corrick um, on the show until seven o'clock. We'll start off with Tom. Tom, thank you very much for calling in this evening, my friend. Good evening, mate. Always good to be back on. And uh, also Matt Corrick calling in uh, tonight. Matt, pleasure as always. Yeah, evening, Jake. Thanks for having us back on again. Let's start with, of course, uh, Tuesday night then, Tom. A Papa John's Trophy victory for Pompey in a game where Danny Cowley made seven changes to this Pompey team, but still quite uh, quite a strong Blues outfit which lined up against League 2 AFC Wimbledon. Um, that included the likes of... Hang on, let me find the team. <laughs> uh, Zach Swanson, of course, Kieran Freeman, Michael Morrison, Denver Hume returning from injury, Owen Dale started, uh, Joe Morrell, Ronan Curtis, Joe Piggott and Dane Scarlett. So seven changes, Tom, but still a very strong side. How concerning was that to you when you saw that score, uh, that team sheet? Um, well, initially, it's nice to know that the squad depth is still that good, even seven changes. Like you said, that was a strong side. Um, I did expect a lot more... I say a lot more changes. Seven is a lot of changes, but more changes than there were and for the type of players to have played to have been a few youngsters... Um, it raises a lot of questions about what the squad selection might be on Friday now. Um, but yeah, I think in, in agreement with a lot of people, I think I was hoping to see a lot more players rested and a few youngsters brought in at some point. Mm. Um, Osi Wusu, the goalkeeper from the academy on the bench alongside Conor Ogilvie, Josh Dockerell, Jay Mingi, Harry Jewett-White, Rico Hackett and Josh Karoma uh, made up the substitutes for Pompey against AFC Wimbledon on Tuesday evening. One of the reasons that Danny Cowley highlighted as to why there was perhaps a lack of academy players on Tuesday night. He had a very pool, uh, a very small pool of players to actually pick from, and that is because the academy are playing this evening at Fratton Park. It's a 7.30 kickoff um, in the FA Youth Cup, the first round of that competition between the Pompey Academy and Free Bridges. That's at Fratton Park, so head down there right after the show. That's a 7.30 kickoff uh, at PO4, so that 
really highlighted the, the reason behind the absences of, of perhaps more academy players, but both the fans and Danny Carley, I'm sure alike, would have preferred to utilise that game against Wimbledon. I think they had tried to get it moved, but Wimbledon were having none of it. Um, Matt, we saw on Tuesday night a good opportunity uh, and an opportunity well taken from Josh Oluwaimi in between the sticks for Pompey, a player who has only really featured in the Papa John's Trophy this season. Uh, clean sheet last time out against the Aston Villa under-21s. That was big for him. Not quite the clean sheet this time around. However, an incredible effort in the in, in the penalty shootout, saving three of them, winning that bonus point for Pompey, but also a, a man of the match performance throughout the 90 minutes as well, and well-deserved too. Yeah, yeah, most certainly. And obviously, you know, that's that's only going to give him some confidence and, and probably much needed. You know, he, he had a bit of a rocky start at Crawley, I think. You know, I mean, it was two penalties that he faced there and then obviously he had the shootout as well, um, where he made a save, I believe. But... You know, it, it's good for him, and and it's games like this that, that give youngsters confidence, and especially like saving three penalties. You know, it's it's going to be great man of the match performance. You know, I, I wish him well, and and I think games like this will only do him good. Progression to the next stage of the Papa John's Trophy. Then, Tom, we're not going to talk about how um, you know maybe it gets him away for Pompey, or it's a hindrance, or whether it's a blessing in disguise, or whatever. We quite frankly know at this stage of the season, with the amount of injuries Danny Cowley unfortunately has, with the Papa John's Trophy coming round, the lack of being able to use academy players if they've got a game just a couple of days later, or even some youngsters who can't be recalled from their loans in non-league because then that means they'll have to stay at Pompey and they can't get back on loan to their clubs there's a lot of stipulations behind it and, and as a result sometimes Danny Cowley does have his hands tied in, in, in his team selection therefore seven changes on Tuesday night but still a very strong team capable in, of playing in League One was the most important thing for you from midweek was really escaping it with zero injuries who cares about the result the fact is we, we come away from that with no injuries well yeah I mean uh, zero injuries as we know so far unless anything comes up between now and the next uh 24 hours um but yeah no it is it's, it's always a risk you're going to run um especially when games are that close between each other i think it's three days isn't it um but not only that just for the rest of the season we've got a ridiculous amount of injuries already somehow they've just piled up very quickly um i think from that starting lineup i'm looking at, at players like owen dale who i'm kind of questioning as to why he did start definitely but you know as you say he's, he's come away unscathed as far as we know and um we can just hope that it stays that way yeah, in terms of uh, other players that featured on Tuesday night for Pompey, Dender Hume returning from uh, his injury. We hadn't seen him for nearly half a year, I think it was, Matt, after he joined the club um, back towards the end of last season from Sunderland on a free transfer. Um, of course, the start of this campaign has not um, been too kind for Dender Hume. But back in the squad on Tuesday night, he was also back um, the previous trophy game as well. We have seen some flashes of him in recent weeks with the injury situation, although not necessarily affecting Danny Cowley at the back, is that something you'd like to see, you know, Denver Hume trying to fight his way back into the team, regardless of, you know, how Conor Ogilvie's doing at left-back? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we, we bought him, you know, with, with high regard, the fact that he was a left-back and when, at the time we needed that, you know. And as you said, he's been so unlucky with injuries since he's come in and, and he's just not had that 
consistency to, to a run of games where, you know, he's going to shine and, and have that opportunity. And I think, unfortunately now for him, where he's been out for that amount of time, obviously Ogilvy's had injuries and, and Robertson stepped in at left-back and, and as far as I'm concerned, has done a great job there. Um, so it's going to be really, really difficult for him to, to get in beyond those two, in my opinion. But, you know, we'd, I'd like to see it. He's obviously a natural left left back compared to Robertson. So, you know, it, it's always nice to have a, a player that's that's back and available to, to step in if we do need him. But I think it's going to be a really tough task for him to bounce back at the moment. Yeah. Uh, some difficult conditions for Pompey on Tuesday night uh, as well, Tom. The, the rain was absolutely lashing it down. I think we were playing in the middle of a storm as well. I'm pretty sure I saw some lightning um, throughout some periods of that game. And, and you really felt sorry for those who were situated in the, in the lower part of the new um, south stand at Fratton Park. The conditions played their part. You could tell it was very difficult to play in. Were you concerned maybe about the level of performance that was put in from this Pompey squad, bearing in mind that, yes, we mentioned seven changes, but still some very capable players out on that pitch, some very senior um, players from very experienced pros, drawing one all with Wimbledon side who themselves were, were much changed with a lot of academy players um, of theirs featuring in the game on Tuesday night. Does that result concern you a little bit about the, the quality in the depth in Danny Cowley's squad at the minute? Yeah, well, like you said, um, on paper ahead of that game, we're playing a League Two team and a League Two team that is playing a lot of young players and resting a lot of their best players. And then when you put that up against the team that we fielded, you would fully expect us to win that game. Um, as I mentioned about Dale, my thinking is whether he was included to just provide him with a bit of confidence heading into the weekend. I don't know. From the performance, I can't imagine many of them got much confidence. Um, the conditions might have made it more difficult to play in. Um but with a team of that quality on the field, you would expect us to be dispatching of Wimbledon with ease, respectively. Um, and that wasn't the case. And, um, you know, I, I don't see too many positives to have been taken from that game. Mm. OK, but it is time now for a very quick break here on Express FM. But the three of us will be returning very soon. And when we do, we're going to hear what Blues goalkeeper Josh Oluwimi had to say about his performance on Tuesday night, as well as what involvement in the Papa John's Trophy means to him. I'm buzzing for it. I feel like this competition is a big competition for Portsmouth. We've won this competition before, been in finals in this competition before. It's a great way to stamp our mark and give the supporters something to be proud about. And of course, there's still plenty of time for you to have your say too, whether it's to do with anything we've highlighted so far, a question of your own or a score prediction. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. 81400 is our text number. Start your messages with the word express. You can email sport at expressfm.com, include at expressfm if you're on Twitter, or you can find us on facebook.com forward slash Pompey Live. We'll be right back in just a moment with even more Pompey discussion. Don't go anywhere. This is the Football Hour, 93.7 Express FM. The new Stagecoach Flexi 5, a bus ticket that works when you do, for those who travel often, but not every day. These new flexible bus tickets are available as Flexi 5, bundles of five day riders for the price of four, and Flexi 10, bundles of 10 day riders for the price of seven. Flexi tickets are now available to download via the Stagecoach bus app. Download Flexi 5 or Flexi 10 from Apple App Store or Google Play today. For more information, visit stagecoachbus.com. This is the Football Hour, 93.7 Express FM. 
Very good evening. Welcome along to part two of tonight's edition of the Football Hour here on Express FM. Brought to you as ever by Stagecoach across the South. You can download the app now from either the Apple app or Google Play Store. You can locate your nearest bus stop and you can also track your bus as it moves throughout the city as well. You can even prepay for your tickets on the app as well. Just scan on the bus and no need to make any cash payments with the driver. OK, between now and seven o'clock, myself, Tom Malley and Matt Corica here to uh, review all of the events from Tuesday's one or draw with AFC Wimbledon at Fratton Park. Papa John's trophy tied that was in the group stage, uh, which secured Pompey's place in round two, the knockout stages of the competition. Just 32 teams left in the Papa John's trophy and uh, Pompey still remaining in the southern section. That will be an away tie with a draw to be confirmed in due course. Um, going back to uh, Matt Corrick then from Tuesday night's uh, one-all draw with AFC Wimbledon. Sorry, Joe Piggott named um, for Danny Cowley's side the starting 11. What did you make of the opportunity that Joe Piggott's been handed, not just in Tuesday's Papa John's Trophy tie, but previous cup games as well? Do you think that he's really grasped these opportunities and shown the fans that maybe he should be starting league games over the likes of Colby Bishop and Dane Scarlett? I mean, he started off really well, didn't he, against Cardiff? And, and you know, I thought this this could maybe be the, the start for him. And then... You know, he just he wasn't getting picked for league games, and it, it just seems like a, a struggle for him at the moment. And he seems to be lacking that confidence in front of goal. You know, he had the opportunity where he ran the keeper that we heard earlier. You know, and I think you look back a few seasons and he's burying them, and, and maybe some opportunities he's had when he's come on for Pompey. But yeah, he just he, he just looks like he's struggling at the moment, and and I think maybe you know he just needs some confidence and maybe just some goals to go in. You know, maybe off his like back of his head or something just. To, to kind of give him some confidence. We heard a um, an update from Danny Cowley um, in regards to the news for Joe Rafferty and uh, when we can expect Joe Rafferty back into this Pompey team. And that was from our uh, colleagues and friends at the Ports of News. Unfortunately, um, not good news for Joe Rafferty. We had hoped that he would have been back a couple of weeks ago for the games against Oxford United and Shrewsbury after a groin problem. Uh, he's been injured ever since that game with Burton Albion back in September. But uh, Danny Carley told uh, our colleagues at the news today that we've had some disappointing news about Joe Rafferty, who's been confirmed he will need an operation. Uh, he will have uh, that on Monday, so that's this coming Monday, the 7th of November, and it's an operation. Um, he's already had one operation, but now he needs another. And Danny Carley confirmed um, to our reporter, or our friend, our reporter, Neil Allen, at the Ports of News, that that will keep him out for approximately three months. So, three months out for Joe Rafferty. That takes us up to end of February, maybe beginning of March, until we see Joe Rafferty back into this Pompey team. Tom, it's obviously not the news that any of us wanted to hear this evening. No, um, and I think the only person probably more frustrated than Pompey fans is Danny Cowley himself, and uh, he's, he's certainly tried to hide his feelings as best as he can recently, hasn't he? But it's, yeah, it's it's a really bad injury. I mean, considering how much I think our form has dipped since Rafferty's come out of the team, it's not solely down to his um, him being away, but, you know, it's been noticeable. Um, it's, it's caused Cowley to switch around at the back, play Ogilvy out of position. He's only just brought Swanson back in. It's caused a lot of a lot of trouble. Um, yeah, he made a great start to his career at, at Pompey and um, 
yeah, that's not great news. I imagine plans are probably underway for January already to find a replacement should Cowley not trust mm. Swanson. Um, Freeman's there as backup as well, but whether whether Cowley trusts them both enough to the end of the season is another story. Yeah, of course, Zach Swanson, relatively new to uh, the scene. Matt only recently made his uh, full Football League debut coming in for the injured uh, Joe Rafferty. Conor Rogovy, of course, was shifted to that right-back position in his absence. Now, Zach Swanson has been trusted um, after a couple of decent cup performances. He now plays at right-back, or you expect him to play at right-back for the upcoming league matches. Kieran Freeman, a player who's been struggling to get back into the team. We know he's versatile. We know he can slot in at centre-back if needed, but really he's competing for that right-back position alongside Zach Swanson. Now, his performance on Tuesday night didn't go unnoticed. Um, The unfortunate mistake, if you can call it that, to hand a Ubisoft, uh, the equaliser at Frasson Park, missing the header and allowing the forward to go on and execute a really nice finish, by the way, to make it one all. Is it a worry for you, Matt, that an experienced player like Kieran Freeman, and we know the quality that he has got on his day, is really not living up to the billing and not getting in the team as, you know, no disrespect to Zach Swanson, but someone as unexperienced as him? Um, I, I've sort of said this to many people. I, I think for him, um, it was very, it was sort of made clear at the, at the start of the season, quite open that, you know, he wasn't going to be around and, and he was going to be placed on the transfer list. And as far as I'm concerned, I think mentally, would would you want to put all out if mm. if you sort of knew that you were just there as as cover? And I think that that's the problem with Kieran at the moment. I think he he's got a mentality that he's not really too bothered, and it looks like that when he's playing at the moment, you know. And and I understand that, you know, I, I wouldn't criticise him for that kind no. of attitude when you know you've been told that you're not really wanted, and now you're just sort of being used as cover because of injury issues. So I get that, you know, but. I'm, I'm going to sing praises to Swanson at the moment because he's mm. just been class since he's come in, really, and, and I've got no concerns with him at right back at all. No. And a fantastic um, strike from Zach Swanson in the previous uh, in his previous league game, um, Tom. A really well executed left foot um, strike into that top left corner, really nestled in, in in that in that corner of the goal. And a player who is showing his ability, showing his potential, um, youngster, and, and crucially, um, a permanent signing for Danny Cowley. It's not just a a loanee from Arsenal who's going to go back and maybe play in the Championship next season if it continues with this form, which, you know, you look at last season, George Hurst, maybe his start of his Pompey career didn't start off that greatly after November, December time, after some really good performances in the EFL Trophy, got him a league start, and, and therefore now he's playing in the Championship for Blackburn Rovers. But for Zach Sponson, crucial that he's not one of these loan players who could potentially move on in January or move on in the summer and really hurt Pompey next season. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and he, he was a Cowley signing in the sense that he's one for the future. Um, he's still very young. He hasn't got experience, really, of, of professional football. But, you know, my thinking is that he was in a lot of matchday scores for Arsenal towards the end of last season. He was named on the substitutes bench. And, you know, there's got to be a player in there somewhere for that to happen. And I believe there is from what I've seen. Uh, you know, you mentioned the goal at the weekend. There's a, there's a very talented individual in there. He's just got to be given the game time to to be able to showcase what he can do and improve ultimately. Um, And I really hope now that that right back position is his, at least until January. Um, And, you know, I would have no issue uh, either with him being the right back for the remainder of the season. I just hope that Cowley can, you know, stick with that and, and see that there's a player in there. 
is there scope for for Danny Carlo to dip into the transfer um, window, the market in January, Matt, for another right back? If if Joe Rafferty is going to be out until the end of February, and that's at the earliest, you know, Danny Carlo's penciling three months, but we all know our luck. It'll probably be March by the time we see Joe Rafferty um, back in the Pompey shirt. Is it an opportunity if Kieran Freeman is to move on and we've only got Zach Swanson to get another right back in either as cover or to challenge um, you know, straight away for that first team slot? Yeah, I mean, that's that's got to be the hope, isn't it? I think, as you said, if, if we can get Kieran Freeman off the books, um, you know, and, and get that wage sort of space open a little bit, obviously, you know, it opens up space for cover to come in. And, you know, as I said, Swanson's been class and, and he's clearly got the talent. Arsenal had a lot of trust in him. They brought him into the first squad, like, for training. So, ultimately, you know, he's a, a player that we need to let sort of flourish why he's got this opportunity I, I think you know he's young he's going to make mistakes let him fix them you know you only have to look at Mumba in Plymouth you know he's a young lad he made a mistake for the first goal against Exeter midweek but bounced back and scored and I think we need to have that faith in young players which we've not always done but most certainly yeah we, we could probably do with a backup to come in and, and support him um, you know, as, as you said, knowing our luck is, is probably going to come along with another injury at some point. You know, hopefully not, but yeah. it, it just seems to be Pompey's luck at the moment. Mm. Oh, at the moment, for the last six or seven seasons, I think Matt injury plague <laughs> yeah. in our season. Yeah. But um, whilst we're on the topic of the, the January transfer window, Tom, I know we've got um, well, just over two months now until that opens. But in regards to where. Danny Cowley needs to look at, we've already highlighted the potential for another right back to come in. Are there any other areas of concern that you'd maybe pick out for Danny Cowley to to look for a player to either you know come straight into the team or, or, or compete and provide competition? No, on paper, it mm. just depends how the form goes um, goes between now and then. I mean, you know, Piggott, Scarlett, and and Bishop up front is is a fantastic strike force for this level. But if the goals dry up, then you wonder. Whether he might opt for a fourth striker, I don't know. Um, midfield, we're absolutely stacked in when there aren't injuries. But unfortunately, there are a lot of injuries. So, you know, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if another, if another midfielder was brought in in January. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one because I think our squad is, is packed. The squad depth is there for all to see. It's mm. great. But if the injuries keep piling up, then, you know, it would be no surprise to see Cowley dip back into the market for one or two more players. Yeah. And whilst we're on the subject of injuries, going back uh, to Neil Allen from the Ports of News, who spoke to Danny Cowley earlier today to get his pre-match thoughts for tomorrow's game against Hereford in the FA Cup, something we'll come on to talk about in the next part of the show. He also asked about the injury status and the, the team selection potential for tomorrow night's game. And Danny Cowley has promised intelligent decisions um, as he weighs up the, to, uh, whether or not to unleash um, some players who are returning back from injury. We know that now Tom Lowry and Mark and Pack are back in training. We've heard that before, haven't we? But apparently they are back in training and Danny Cowley is hoping to see them back for next Saturday's trip to Morecambe in the league. So I wouldn't count uh, on seeing them at Edgar Street tomorrow. But Marlon Pack and Tom Lowry, some hopeful news, we we hope anyway, uh, for Pompey's next league outing next weekend against Morecambe. Um, Josh Oluwimi, back to him then, Matt. Um, we talk about the players on Tuesday night that were handed the chance to really prove themselves to Danny Cowley as they try to fight for places in the team. We've mentioned Joe Piggott. We've spoken about Kieran Freeman and Denver Hume. Ryan Tunnicliffe is in and out of the team at the moment anyway. We're not really worried about him and, and what he can offer because Pack and Lowry 
if they are out for tomorrow, next Saturday still, Ryan Tunnicliffe and Joe Morrell, Jay Mingy, that's pretty dead certain. But in regards to Josh Olawayimi, now Josh Griffiths himself in goal has come under a bit of criticism on social media over the last few weeks, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's not my decision to make up. However, he is clearly under pressure. Josh Olawayimi's performance on Tuesday night and throughout the Papa John's Trophy this season, Matt, is that something that you think the boss Danny Carley should be taking note of uh, and potentially maybe eyeing him up for a league start soon? I mean, that that's going to uh, be the big debate, I think, to be honest with you, Jay. I mean, they're, they're both the same age, you know, so what's not to say that Oli Wiyamu can, can do it, you know? Um, he's he's come from Spurs. He's clearly, you know, talented in, in that sense. But, I mean, I think you drop Griffiths to be your number one goalkeeper. Mm. It's, it's a dodgy one to take, but if you're going, if you're playing players on form, which you know managers should be doing, in my opinion, then you know, yeah, if he, if he plays Friday night and has another good game, and and Griffiths continues with with these criticism that he's getting, I suppose um, maybe sometimes a bit harshly, other times probably deserves. So yeah, I, I think it's a good opportunity. We've got this. You know, fixture we've had midweek, and then we've got the the game at Hereford, which I'm sure he'll probably play in. And and you know, if he gets a good performance out of it, as I said, then you know he's going to be putting his name in front of of Cowley to to have a decision to make. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the the the, the, the you know the, the shot stopping that Josh Griffiths is coming under scrutiny for. Tom, from what the, you know, the comments we have seen coming regarding his performances, there's no, there's no means in saying that he's made mistakes that cost Pompey points. But I think what a lot of fans are seeking out is Josh Oluwemi's command and and his leadership in the box. You know, again on Tuesday night we saw how he he orchestrates his area. That is his to defend, you know, from corners and set pieces. He's very loud, he's very vocal, and he's always coming out and claiming crosses and uh, and early shots as well. Something that maybe Josh Griffiths isn't doing. And, and now, you know, goalkeepers have different styles, of course they do. But I think that is, Tom, what is separating the two at the moment in regards to a, a opinion on social media. Yeah, well, Griff, uh, sorry, Griffiths is in the... Um... He's in the national team setup, isn't he? For the under twenty ones, um, so that yeah. I think that instantly gives him that advantage. Um, but as you said, I, I think there was a lot of there's a lot of confidence from what I've seen in Oluwayemi, even in his, his post match interview. Um, you know, there's the way he speaks; he's just full of confidence, and I think that can also portray onto the pitch. Um, you know, I don't think Griffith's confidence is that high at the moment. He's under a lot of pressure, as you said. My only thing is, is when do you change the goalkeeper? Um, you, I, I don't think you can just swap him out because Oluwiem has had a good performance. I think there needs to be a real reason if Griffiths is going to be dropped. Um, and until there is, I don't think Howley will change it because, you know, if, if Oluwiem was brought in and we go and lose 3-0, then what happens? Yeah. So it's a really difficult position to, to sort of rotate between. But, um, you know, I think... I think dropping Griffiths when he's not low when he's low on confidence already it would do nothing for him. Yeah, well, I'm so glad the decision isn't asked to make, hey Tom, because it is a very difficult one <laughs> in regards to everything, not just the goalkeeper situation, but everywhere for Danny Carley. Uh, should we hear from the man himself now, shall we? Josh Oluwemi. He caught up with Henry Port after the Blues penalty shootout victory in midweek. Josh, three penalty saves, earning us the extra point at Papachon's trophy. First of all, explain that moment to us. Oh, it was a great moment. I was just buzzing, you know. I... Honestly, I want to dedicate that to my granddad, uncle as well. They passed this coming week, so it was kind of a it was kind of a big one for me. Uh, the fans were great, and uh, 
Yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night for me. The game itself finished one all at full time. What are your initial thoughts on the 90 minutes? I think we survived the storm a little bit in the second half. It's disappointing because you want to get a clean sheet. Um, thought the boys were good. Um, we could have managed it a little bit better. But um, ultimately, like, we stayed in there and we qualified for the, for the next round. So, so I'm quite happy. You touched on it there, progression into the next round. How excited are you for that? I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing for it. I feel like this competition, it's a big competition for Portsmouth. We won, we've won this competition before. Been in finals in this competition before. It's just a great way to stamp our mark and give the supporters something to, to be proud about, you know. Another factor that came into play today was the stormy conditions. As a goalkeeper, how did you find dealing with that? What you have to do, you just have to, you have to adapt, really. Like, it's raining, windy. You've got to pick up cues. You've got to adjust your position. Um, on days like this, you just got to slow the game down a bit because it's going to be zippy, um, fast. So, yeah, it's, it's a hard one for keepers in general, but you have to find a way to adapt because you have to help out your team. We mentioned the three penalty saves earlier. Explain the work that goes into stepping up into those kind of moments. Um, I'm going to be honest, a lot of it is luck because you have periods where you're saving everything. You have periods where you're running dry. Um, there, there is stuff you can do to further your chances. Um, if you're not cool and calm and collected in the moment, you definitely will not save as many as you could because stuff will come off of you and stuff like that. So when everyone's a bit frantic, you have to have that calm mind. And um, yeah. Voted as player of the match tonight as well. Describe how you felt when you heard your name announced on the tunnel. I really appreciate the people that have kind of voted, or I don't know how it works, kind of voted for me to get player of the match. I feel recognised and my performance recognised, and yeah, I'm thankful that they've chosen me. 81400 is our text number here on Express FM. If you'd like to get in touch with the show between now and 7 o'clock, just under 20 minutes to do so, let us know your score predictions as Pompey head into the FA Cup first round tomorrow evening away at Hereford. Um, at Express FM is where to find us on Twitter, of course. Facebook.com forward slash Pompey Live is where to find us on Facebook. Or you can email sport at expressfm.com. OK, very soon we'll be turning our attention from one competition to another and one game against a Phoenix club to another. Tomorrow's FA Cup first round tie at Hereford will be previewed shortly. And we'll also hear what Danny Cowley had to say after Tuesday's game. He is full of praise of that man we just heard from there, Josh Oluwimi. I'm delighted for him. I thought, for me, he was the biggest positive from the game. I felt, you know, his attitude and work ethic on a daily basis is brilliant. He's got a fantastic mentality, drives not only his own standards, but the standards of the group. Myself, Jake Smith, alongside Tom Malley and Matt Corrick will be right back with the final part of tonight's edition of the Football Hour here on Express FM. This is the Football Hour, 93.7 Express FM. Go by bus, go greener with Stagecoach. Next stop, a cleaner, greener future. Did you know that if we all ditched the car and switched to a bus just once a month for a year, we'd save the UK 2 million tonnes of CO2? Switch to bus, because by switching, you can make a big difference. Get on board a Stagecoach bus for a cleaner, greener future. For more information, go to switchtobus.com. This is the Football Hour, 93.7 
Express FM. Welcome along for the final time tonight to the Football Hour here on Express FM. Brought to you, as always, by Stagecoach Across the South, getting you through Hampshire and across the South Coast from A to B with a minimum of fuss. You can visit their website now, stagecoachbus.com, for more information on the services they provide you and also what they're doing to make their transportation greener and cleaner. OK, between now and 7 o'clock, just over 15 minutes to go until we do have to love you and leave you. We'll be previewing tomorrow's FA Cup first round tie and all of the action from the competition over the course of the weekend. We'll bring Tom Malley and Matt Corrick back into the conversation. We'll also hear, hopefully, from you guys back home on the social media channels as well. But first, we're going to take a bit of a look into the opposition that come in front of Pompey tomorrow evening. It is National League outfit Hereford, a Phoenix club after Hereford United were unfortunately disbanded in 2014 due to financial issues. And now Hereford, the new club, um, reinstated in 2015. Um, so they are now into their seventh season back as a football club. They're still playing at Edgar Street. They are back and they are returning to the FA Cup. And now Mason Jordan takes a close to look into the opposition, the Bulls. A one-all draw with Wimbledon on Tuesday night saw the Blues progress to the knockout stages of the Papa John's Trophy. And now it's time for even more cup action. The FA Cup is back for the new season. Pompey Live, this week's opposition. Danny Cowley's side will contest in the first match of this campaign's FA Cup first round. Their tie away at Hereford moved to a Friday night for broadcasting purposes. The Bulls currently play in the National League North and have had to work their way back up to the sixth tier over the last decade as the old club known as Hereford United was wound up in 2014. The new Phoenix club was registered by a local businessman, John Hale, with the support of the Hereford United Supporters Trust, who worked tirelessly to ensure that they were back competing again in time for the 2015-16 season. Hereford began again from scratch, but were able to retain their old stomping ground, Edgar Street, for their return to domestic football, starting off in the ninth tier of the English Pyramid in the Midland Football League Premier Division seven years ago. Three promotions later and the club are now just two steps away from returning to the Football League, having last been a member as Hereford United back in 2012 when they were relegated from League 2 and into the conference. Times have changed dramatically since then. Here's what we know about this new side. Manager. 38-year-old Josh Gowling is currently Hereford's manager, the former Bournemouth, Kidderminster and Grimsby centre-back who came through the Youth Academy at West Bromwich Albion has been in charge of the ball since January 2020. Gowling succeeded the departing Russell Slade at Edgar Street, but initially on just an interim basis. He was handed the role permanently five months later, shortly after the curtailment of the lower league football due to the COVID-19 outbreak. One to watch. Once upon a time, a youngster named Miles Storey donned the royal blue shirt of Pompey as part of a loan deal from Swindon Town. The striker was just 20 years old at the time and spent just half a season at Fratton Park, scoring two league goals in 17 appearances. 
Nowadays, he represents Hereford and has done since his arrival to the club last summer, joining on a permanent basis from Scottish outfit Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Story, now 28, has scored seven times in the league for his latest club, having made 40 appearances in the National League North, though is yet to find the back of the net this season. Top scorer. The club's leading scorer at this stage of the season comes in the form of veteran forward Tyrone Barnett, who has claimed six league goals so far. Barnett has four in his last four and was on the score sheet twice in Hereford's previous league match against Curson Ashton last Saturday. He is now 37 and has so far enjoyed a playing career spanning 17 years, starting off at Russell Olympic and representing 15 other different clubs before his move to Edgar Street from Eastleigh in the summer. Current form. Although currently 14th in the National League North, Hereford have found a bit of form in recent weeks. The Bulls have secured four victories from their last six league outings and five in their last six in all competitions. Back-to-back league wins over AFC Fylde and Curzon Ashton represent Josh Gowling's most recent results. To reach this stage of the FA Cup, Hereford saw off Bromsgrove, Three Bridges FC and Bromley in the qualifying rounds. Will the Blues make it through to the second round of the FA Cup or is there set to be a big upset on the cards at Edgar Street? All the unmissable action on Pompey Live. Big, big thank you to Mason Jordan there for providing a bit more of an insight into tomorrow's opponents, Hereford. Um, and it's been quite some time since Pompey did face off uh, with tomorrow's opposition, Hereford. We'll come on to talk about that game and the history behind the two clubs in just a few moments' time. But however, first, team news is in from Fratton Park, where the Pompey Academy are in action against Free Bridges in the first round of the FA Youth Cup. And your starting lineup for the Blues is as follows Malachi Osi Awusu is in goal. Kobe Motto, Harvey Laidlaw, Elliot Simpson, Brian Kwan, Josh Dockerell, Adam Pace for captain, Jamie Howell, Gabrielle Camavuaco, Sam Follerin and Spencer Spurway is your starting 11 for the Pompey Academy at Fratton Park this evening. On the bench, Bastian Smith, Dan Murray, Mitch Aston, Jack Fox, Kevin Basaka and Maxwell Hurst. So that is the Blues Academy starting lineup for tonight's FA Youth Cup first round tie against Free Bridges at Fratton Park. Kickoff in just over 40 minutes time at 7.30. So if you're listening to the show, head out afterwards, head down to Fratton Park, support the youngsters in action in the FA Youth Cup. OK, attention now turns to the FA Cup, the senior competition, that is, between Pompey and Hereford. Uh, Matt Corrick, a good opportunity for the Blues tomorrow to maybe experiment a little bit more um, as uh, a National League North side of the opposition for the first round of the competition. Yeah, of course. Um, it's always a game that you want to, you know, give give some players an opportunity to, to prove themselves in. Um, but obviously, at the same time, you know, you want to get through it um, without any hiccups, they're most certainly going to be up for it. Um, but I think ultimately with this, you know, I, I think the quality is going to shine through um, whoever we put out there. And I, I think we'll, we'll see them off quite comfortably. We're going to come to the final thoughts of Tom Malley in just a few moments time. But before that, we've got to hear from Danny Cowley. He spoke to Max Swatton after the game on Tuesday night, the one-all draw with AFC Wimbledon in the Papa John's Trophy. And Max first asked for Danny's verdict on the outcome and the result. Yeah, the outcome that we wanted to qualify, I felt in terms of the process, I felt first half, we started the game well. First 25 minutes, I thought we um, played a good rhythm, moved the ball quickly. Um, created lots of chances, get the first goal, which is good. 
we need to go and find a second goal um, and we don't and then probably just from there I just felt that we over elaborated um, and took the extra touch when we didn't need to and that just slowed the, the, the progression in our play um, we obviously make a lot of changes in the second half um, and it naturally disrupts you but that was necessary not easy to navigate through two cup games with the with the squad that we have at the moment and the injuries that we have so it was important that you know we knew that we would probably have to sort of share the game for at least 10 of the players which we've managed to do and the good news is that we've come come through injury free um, and that obviously sets us up for what is a really important game on Friday. At this stage how important is it that you come out tonight injury free? Yeah, I think it was very important to do that. Obviously, our, our main focus is to is to play to win, um, but quite quickly on a night like this to, to come out injury free is, is 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 important too. So, no, we um, we're, we're pleased that we've qualified, and now we have a, another cup game to look forward to on Friday. Josh Oliver, yeah, I mean the shootout hero at the end with three saves. How pleased are you for him? Yeah, I, I'm delighted for him. I thought. For me, he was the, the the biggest positive from the game. I felt his um, you know his attitude and work ethic on a daily basis is brilliant. He's got a fantastic mentality. Drives not only his own standards but the standards of the group, and that's not easy when you're a young player, particularly when you're not playing. But every single day in training, he, he comes in with an intensity. Um, he's got a real big personality. Um, and football's an honest game. When you when you when you do that on a day day to day basis, then then you normally get your reward. And it was lovely for him um, to, to, to make the saves that he did. I thought his all-round performance was, was excellent as well. And it's been a difficult time for him. He's just lost his granddad. Um, and I know that he would, um, yeah, he would have, he would, he, 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 he was very, very close to his granddad, and his granddad followed his football. So he said to me at the end that that was, that was for him. And uh, yeah, pleased for him tonight, and obviously his family. There you go then. The uh, post-match thoughts of Danny Cowley from Tuesday's one-all draw and the penalty shootout victory over AFC Wimbledon at Frasson Park in the Papa John's Trophy. OK, very quiet on the social media channels this evening, Pompey fans. Perhaps it's because we're on a Thursday this week instead of a Friday. Perhaps the memo wasn't quite passed on. But nonetheless, Blues fans that are listening, what, what are you playing at? Very disappointed. Where are you? 81400 is our number. Get in touch between now and 7 o'clock. You've just got under two minutes to do so. Let us know your score predictions for tomorrow's game at Hereford at Express FM is where to find us on Twitter or facebook.com forward slash Pompey Live as well. Sport at expressfm.com on the emails. Let's get one score prediction in, shall we? Um, tomorrow, of course, Pompey away at Hereford in that FA Cup first round tie. Let's take a look at some of the other first round ties that have taken place uh, this weekend. There's plenty of them as well. 40, in fact, in total. Sheffield Wednesday against Morgan tomorrow night, 7.45 kickoff. Hereford, of course, against Pompey, 7.55. That's live on BBC Two. But, of course, you're going to be wanting to listen to Express FM, the commentary. On Saturday, 12 o'clock kickoff, South Shields against Forest Green Rovers, 12.30. Bradford versus Harrogate. And at 2 o'clock, Bolton versus Barnsley. Plenty of 3 o'clock kickoffs as well to look forward to. And, of course, you can find out all the, all the information on the FA.com website. There's some games on Sunday. Wrexham at home to Oldham Athletic. Curzon Ashton against Cambridge United, Woken against Oxford United and Torquay United host Derby County. 
There's also one game on TV on Monday night next week. That is uh, 7th of November, 7.45 kickoff between Bracknell Town and Ipswich. So 40 games in total, plenty of them on Saturday, but some on Friday night. Tomorrow, of course, Pompey in action away at Hereford. A few on Sunday and one on Sunday to look forward to on Monday, sorry. Um, ahead of tomorrow's game, of course, we do expect there to be a minute's silence or perhaps a minute's applause, depending on the way the club, the supporters and the family of uh, Ronnie Radford decide is best to celebrate his life. Unfortunately, he passed away just yesterday. Hereford United legend Ronnie Radford passing away yesterday afternoon. That was announced at the age of 79. He, of course, became very famous uh, for his uh, goal against Newcastle United in an FA Cup replay in 1972. Um, one of the big underdog story, Hereford United beating Newcastle on that day at Edgar Street. So, yeah, we do pass our condolences to the supporters, the staff and, of course, the friends and family of Ronnie Bradford, who passed away yesterday at the age of 79. Hereford United legend. Um, so we expect some sort of um, commemoration tomorrow evening before kickoff. So please do pay your respects um, if you are heading to Edgar Street. It's been quite some time since Pompey and Hereford have played and only a few games overall. Actually, the last time they did meet was when they were Hereford United back in 2009 in the League Cup, Pompey at Fratton Park, winning by four goals to one. The last time at Edgar Street, 1983, when the Blues were defeated by three goals to two, also in the League Cup. So it's been well over 40 years since Pompey's last trip to Edgar Street. And ahead of that game, let's get in the final score predictions of my two guests now. Matt Corrick, you've got about five seconds. Pompey tomorrow night. What's your score prediction, my friend? Uh, comfortable 3 0 for Pompey on this one. Comfortable 3 0 win for Pompey. Thank you very much, Matt Corrick, and to you, Tom Malley. I'm going to go for a slightly more reserved 2 0, I think. 2 0 for Pompey. Thank you both ever so much for coming on to the show this evening. Pompey Live is back tomorrow evening from 7 o'clock. Myself and Matt Drabble on the case. All the unmissable action. This is Pompey Live. Pompey went through to the knockout stages of the EFL trophy after a dramatic penalty shootout on Tuesday night. is up next. Pompey are away to non-league Hereford FC on Friday. All of the action will be live right here on Express FM Friday from 7pm. Pompey live on Express FM with Aquacars. Thank you, Tom. So, yes, as mentioned, Pompey back in action tomorrow night between uh, at Hereford United, sorry, Hereford FC now. They, of course, were dissolved in 2014. And it is the new Phoenix Club, Hereford FC, in the FA Cup first round. 7.55 kickoff at Edgar Street. And the coverage starts here on Express FM from 7pm. Myself and Matt Drabble have got you covered with all of the action of this FA Cup first round tie. Guy Whitcomb alongside Andy Moon on the commentary between 7.55 and, of course, throughout the first half and second half. Um, I'd like to welcome, uh, I'd like to send my thanks to both Tom Malley and Matt Corrick for joining me on the show this evening. First of all, Matt Corrick, thank you ever so much for your time tonight. Have a great evening and enjoy the rest of your weekend, my friend. Jake, thanks for having us on as always. And likewise, that goes to Tom Malley. Thank you very much, my friend, for coming on the show. I'm sure we'll hear from you again soon. Yeah, pleasure as always, Jay. Thank you, mate. And of course, a big thank you to Stagecoach Across the South for supporting another edition of the Football Hour this evening. Thank you for everyone who tuned in. And I would say thank you to those who got in touch on the social media platforms, but quite sadly, no one did. So I'm not thanking anyone tonight. 
No. But we will be back on Monday evening. We'll be talking about tomorrow's game against Hereford. We'll be highlighting what we hope will be another win and progression to the second round of this season's FA Cup. But until then, Blues fans, we'll see you tomorrow at 7. Have a great evening. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Thank you for listening. And good night. Play up Pompey.